In today's shir, we are going to discuss the proper drafting of the star, as far as the details of where, where we, there can be some places for error. Now, obviously, we're not going to talk about all the details. We're going to talk about a couple of things which are mentioned in the Mechaber. The Mechaber in Simon Membez, Telchas Halva, Siv Gimel, he writes as follows, Part of the halachas of Tikkun Shtaras, of properly drafting a document, is to pay attention to the vavs and the zayins, that they shouldn't look like they were stuck in afterwards. Sometimes sticking them in afterwards can alter the meaning of the sentence and change, obviously, the ramifications and the ab- obligations and the chiyuvim of paying back, or how much, or whatever. And therefore, a person should pay attention to these shtaris that were, especially those days where they were handwritten, uh, that it shouldn't be something that we can translate as inserted later on. And if we notice an unusually large space between the letters, we can take that as a sign that something was erased. Regardless of the language, regardless of the handwriting, it's something that's common sense. A person should be able to tell when there was something altered on the document. Therefore, it's important to comment on the cipher who writes the star? That the lettering should be as similar to each other as possible. <coughs> and the writing should be straight, as straight as possible, and evenly spaced. You should not distance the letters from each other. And you should not squash the letters together too much. If he notices any change, he should not use the star until he does proper investigation to see if something about the star is not proper, not kosher. So the Mechaber is telling us a halacha, which obviously would be something that we could understand in common sense, but to, 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 to explain it and to put it into words, the Mechaber is saying that when you have a star, it's incumbent on the people writing the star that the star should be as symmetrical as possible. If it's going to be asymmetrical, if it's going to be uneven and the lettering is going to be spaced in an uneven way, it's going to require that the Bezdin investigate what happened and they check into if there were any additions or changes added afterwards that were not agreed upon by the two parties. The Smat says in Sifkan Gimel that the same thing applies as far as providing a star with blank spaces. If a person should not, wants to write mixes a star, if he wants to write part of the star, and there's a possibility that they can fill in other things afterwards, that the, the letters 
should be, it should not be in a situation where you can stick something in afterwards, because that's going to be, um, that's going to allow people to write things in, into their star afterwards. Again, this is a common sense thing, but that's, um, nonetheless, that's the halacha mukhrashas, and a person cannot change it. Now, this is all in relation to an official classical star, which we talked about before, um, that's a kind of star that's signed by Edom. However, the other star, which is known as an IOU, an IOU, it says in halacha, that it's, according to halacha, it's possible you're allowed to leave a space in the IOU. This is brought down in the Sma. The Sma writes that if a person will be the Lush in the Sma, when a person needs money, and his friend does not want to lend it to him, unless he provides him a blank star, which is a kind of check that they used to have those days, it, it happens that the people will believe the person that he's giving, he's giving to the Malva, he trusts him, and he'll be mishabbat himself with the star, even though there's blank spaces in it that can be filled in afterwards. Because it's the, since he's, he needs the money, he's desperate, he doesn't want to be in a situation where he can't get a hold of the money. So he'll, he'll, he will allow the Malva to, based on trust, he'll allow the Malva to hold on to this blank check and fill, in, fill it in afterwards. Now again, this is, uh, this is not necessarily the right thing to do, it, but it, it will work. It does not invalidate the star if it has these blank spaces as opposed to a regular star which is signed by witnesses, which would be invalidated by leaving these blank spaces. I'm sure that anyone, everyone can tell you stories about people that have given blank checks to people to, um, to fill in based on the trust. I can tell you a story that happened to me. When I was in Arthur I rented an apartment, and they asked, after I left, they asked this fellow who looked like a very Erlachayud, long white beard, literally from the pictures, and he asked that we leave a blank check just to pay for the phone bill. Not only that, that should have been one red flag. The other red flag was, it was written on the wall of the hallway, Harav HaTzadik Goynev Kesef. That was the language on the wall. Now that obviously put up a flag, but we thought some, you know, some kids scribbled it. To make a long story short, six months later we get a call from a gemach that wants to know if they could deposit the blank, the check which is now filled in for $615. So obviously the phone bill was not more than $20 or $25 from just a few weeks' visit there to Israel. So a person, no matter how elich someone looks, it's very unwise to leave them with a blank uh, check or a blank star, but it does not mean that it's not valid. If a person does that, that does not invalidate the document in Besden. Let's continue to a discussion which the Gemara talks about in Baba Basra, the Memem and Aleph. And this, this Gemara is discussing in which instance are we allowed to write a star? Now, not in which instance. It would not that there would be a problem writing a star, but rather if witnesses watched a transaction, watched a loan taking place, 
does that automatically give them the right to put the, put the loan into writing? So the Gemara says like this. If a person makes a dismiss in front of in front of two Adam that he owes money to someone, the they cannot write that admission onto a paper unless he tells them to write it. Kinyan Bifnaishtaim, however, if he sees that there was a Kinyan Sudr as proof that the that the, that the loan took place. In that case, the Adam can assume it was intended to be put into writing. So again, since it was done with the Kinyan, that gives the Adam the right to put it into writing the even if the the two parties did not tell them to write it into the and the Rashbam says as follows: Someone who is admitting to his friend in front of two Adam that he owes him a mana, he has to tell the Adam clearly to to write it down. Anytime he wants to collect, then he'll pull out the star. But if the borrower did not give permission to the Adam to write it, you don't write it, because it's a choy for him. It's an obligation for the loyva. So when you want to obligate someone, you have to have his permission. Until now, it was only on a level of obligation of a milval pet, even though it was done in front of Adam, because he could say, I paid back. Why? Because we know there's a rule. He doesn't have to pay back with Adam. So therefore, he, ha- he always has the ability to say you paid back on a milva al peh. But now that you're going to put it into writing, you're closing off the ability of the loyva to say paraiti that he paid back. And he has to go bring Adam that he paid back. Now, even if the first loan had an IOU on it, still there wouldn't have, there would not have been a collection of Nechayim, like you know it says in the Mishnah. And now that you're going to put it into into a star, he's going to be blacked out. He's not going to be able to say Haraiti, or it's going to be collected from Lekuchos. However, if there's a Kenyan, the Gemara says, if there's a Kenyan already, then he's able to. The Adam are allowed to put it into writing. Once we see the Kenyan, that effects that effectuates the ability for to the witnesses to assume that the intention of the two parties was to put it into writing. Like the Ashbam says on the bottom, After you make a Kenyan, that's the highest level of consummating a, a transaction. The given the and he doesn't use a Kenyan that, that's a far off kind of Kenyan that's going to take time to do. And the intention we can assume is that he wants him to write it down. So 
They don't have to ask him again to write when they're writing it. Maybe he changed his mind because the staff Kenyan Lexiva I made because a regular Kenyan is it can be assumed that he's allowed to put it into writing. But if there was no Kenyan, yet they have to ask him even and make sure that he's in agreement that such a thing should be written, otherwise they're not allowed to write it. This halacha is brought down in Chashem Mishra Similam a test, Siv Beis. Mechaber says, Hamalva as Chavere Be'edim, Ein Koisim Edusom Venoisim Lumalva. Someone who lends money to his friend in front of witnesses, they're not allowed to write the testimony and give it as proof to the Malva. Because they should not transfer the power of a Milval Peh and turn it into an Edus Bishtar. Until the Loiva explicitly tells them that they have the right to do that. They should tell them, Kiss Bishtar, write Bishtar, the Chisim and sign it, Utnula, and give it to him. And then says the Mechaber, even, even if he does tell them that, says the Mechaber, very interesting Chiddush, uh, they have to ask him again after they wrote it, after they signed it, they have to double check with the lawyer that he's okay with the fact that they wrote it even though he told them to write it. That's Allah number one. That's the first din of the Gemara, that if it's just Haidab if Neshtaim, or if there's a Halvab if Neshtaim, it's Tarach Loim Aksoivu, he has to tell them, he has to command the Aden specifically that they're allowed to write it. Otherwise, they're not allowed to write it. And that's even if they, once they do it, they have to go back and ask him a second time, according to the first Shita. He doesn't have to, don't have to ask him again. I guess we can assume that Allah is like the first Shita because of the cloud of Stam Biyesh. Allah Kisam. That would be that he doesn't, that he does have, they do have to ask again. Mechaber and Siv Gimel says, That's all, if there was no Kenyan. However, if there was a Kenyan, that he owes him money, the Edom are allowed to write this down and put it in, as a, into a document as a star, the letter write down, even though the lawyer did not command them. Shastam, Kenyan, Lexiva, Oymei. So when you make a Maisa Kenyan, the intention is automatically assumed that you wanted it to be written down. This is a very serious matter, and you and you insisted that it should be done right away. So you made this this Kenyan, therefore, in this case of a Halva, we apply the concept of a Kenyan, and that gives you the right to write it into the stars. So if the Adam saw that there was a Halva with a Kenyan, or Hahidah, with a kidney, that is high for them, they have the right to go ahead and to put it in the star. But I feel in the star is my Maruba, and even if there was a, a long time between them, still they have the right to do it, and to put it in the star for the Malva, and to give it to him. And they don't have to worry that maybe the star was paid up in the middle. Now let's go back for a second to understand this Machloikas at the end of Siv Beis. The Mechaber then in Sivbeis says that the Edom should double-check before the Nesina. So the Nesivas in Sivkot and Hay in Biurim, 
he writes over there that the reason is because that we assume that even if he told them to write it, the shlichus was on the writing, not necessarily on giving it to the malva. And since this process of writing it is not something we would automatically be allowed to do without a specific tzivoy from the borrower, so the borrower has to actually command the adam to write it down. So he has to t- give them the right to write it down. So therefore, it's also not assumed that he has the right, that the, the adam have the right to give it to the, over to the malva, to the lender. So you would have to have a special rishos, a special shlichas made aside from the ability to write it, to also have the ability to give it over to the malva. And therefore, says, says the Mechaber, that they have to ask the borrower again, after they sign the star, if um, I, are we able to give this to the Malva? And then they're able to turn around and give the star to the Malva. This concludes the first week of Hilcha Shtaris. Next week we're going to continue the second week of Shurim on Hilcha Shtaris, in which we hope in Mr. Shem to speak out from the halachas of Tnai, which is making stipulations in the star, and Asmachta, which is penalty clauses, and then various ways of making the Kenyan Bezin that it should have a validity.